Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Brazilian-born Poland bass Hammond B3 organist Daniel Latore. He reached out to Neon Jazz and talked to us at length about his new 2022 CD called Organization Live. He is a skilled player out of Sao Paulo, Brazil, who studied piano and specialized in the play of jazz, blues, and rock on the B3. Over the years, he's had some great teachers. Between jams, shows, workshops, recordings, and special appearances, he has shared the stages with big names like Ian Pace of Deep Purple and Andy Summers of The Police, along with many, many more. He's got a great story. Enjoy this interview. Nice talk to you. <laughs> nice talking to you. Where exactly are you located? Right now I am in Poland. Beautiful. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you reaching out to Neon Jazz and... I want to talk to you a little bit about, obviously, the new album, Organization Live, but um, how how's everything going with, you know, getting through COVID and, you know, live shows picking back up? How's everything going as a musician? Uh, it was, uh, during pandemic, it was a tough time because uh, not so many concerts and uh, many clubs all over the world uh, crashed, so... It was a difficult time. I think this year, uh, last year actually, was was to be promising, but uh, nothing happened really. And then this year, we we expect to have more movement about uh, live concerts, but still, it still uh, is a funnel, you know. It still is a lot of people need to play and uh, not so many opportunities. But we are fighting. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> That's the key. We are fighting. It must feel really good to have an album out. It's a live album. And, you know, especially with a new year and the chances to get out and perform, how does the album release feel? Uh, it was uh, also challenging because we, we recorded in 2021 in a live concert then the, during pandemia. <laughs> Just the end, ending of a uh, story. And uh, this is also a celebration of live music because I think that there's no way to translate uh, things like um, uh, jazz or, or any music that's based on improvisation in a recording uh, in studio. You record it just one moment, of course, but uh, uh, live music is, is, a, is all about what you feel and the feedback of the audience. And this is like the world uh, lost a little bit this during pandemic. Everybody thought it was interesting. Also, the only way to do this uh, concert through internet or producing albums. Okay, we cannot play live, but uh, it shows that, uh, that we need this. People need to have contact. So... To release it, this uh, this album also is like uh, showing that hey, come on, this is for real. There is no mask, no <laughs> no edition, no anything, no computer. is is live, so it's amazing. We had this opportunity to do this, and we did it independently because also during this time, 2021, no one was interested in investing in, uh, in anything. So this is also is amazing that we can have like a partner like a one RPM that's a very good distributor of uh, music. We are living like uh, I think a renaissance of uh, this kind of uh, 
live albums. Hey, I totally agree. So you've been at this jazz game for a while. How did this all start for you? How, what were inspirations and, you know, kind of growing up? How did you get into into jazz? Yeah, it's interesting because uh, uh, I, I came from a classical music family. And uh, I didn't know much about blues, especially blues and jazz, until I was like uh, almost teenage. Because I live on this only classical music. And when I found out the blues, uh, I saw the light in an end of tunnel. <laughs> so, okay, we can do more things <laughs> about feeling, right? Not only reproduce feelings, but we can create them. And uh, I think I did the right path. I started to the blues. And then I found out the jazz, and I said, no, I need to know how it is. And uh, it uh, almost the same time that I fell in love to the Hammond organ. And uh, this is like, uh, I found myself there, and I started to listen to guys like Jimmy Smith, Jack McDuff, and uh, all of them. It's impossible to don't be influenced by this. And and I also had the opportunity to meet many of our, my heroes, not only in jazz, but on the, in blues and rock. And all of them like the same guys that I like in jazz. So it's like I had to do this. It's actually not so traditional as jazz because the Hammond organ has some like, uh, gospel and um, and very, very deeply influenced uh, by the, the church music. So in such a way, people still today that more uh, traditional jazz uh, look the Hammond organ a little bit off the the, cons the traditional concept. But uh, during the, the end of 50s and the beginning of the 60s, it's hard to change and give another direction uh, that we call it soul jazz. So this is like, uh, until today for me, it's a pleasure to play. And uh, it's the style that I like most to compose on top of this, uh, mix my my influence, other influence. So I think it's this. <laughs> what, was, what, what was the first live show you saw the Hammond B3 happen in? And what was that show like for you? It's interesting because... Uh, I born in Brazil, in Sao Paulo, and when I was a kid, I had the opportunity to live a little bit in in, uh, in Kentucky, in uh, Ashland, to be more precise, uh, very near Louisville. And uh, one time in a church, I saw the Hammond first time. It wasn't a concert properly, but it was a service. So it was like, what? This is like amazing the feeling the 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 energy on it. So this was like my first contact. But on stage, I think I think it was a, a, a blues. I think it was a BB King concert. If I'm not mistaken, I was teenage, and I went to see BB King in a in a very famous house in Sao Paulo called Bourbon Street. And I was struck by a lightning when I saw this. Oh, my God, I need to play this instrument. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you love jazz? Well, I think the freedom of um, uh, expression uh, that is not possible with any other musical style. 
And uh, this is like, and also it's always uh, changing because if you if you talk about jazz, we talk uh, like um, uh, North American uh, Afro descendant, pr practically uh, this. Uh, but uh, today it's much more it's mixture. You can actually uh, add any other influence to this. So it's a kind of music that uh, still is in on growing. You know, so we can classify, we can uh, put uh, uh, decades uh, what happened, but uh, it's uh, ongoing. You can be traditional, you can be uh, like uh, influenced by rock, why not, by anything. So this is a fascinating for for a for a musician to compose to to also listen because uh, you listen to ideas of uh, other people and you can like use it and uh, this is most interesting it's not only about a, a fixed language it's also a alive a, a live language you know that's changing <laughs> i love that yeah i love that answer so daniel everyone out there has kind of an idea of who they think you are your family your friends the your fans your listeners but you're the one living your life who do you think you are I think I am. A, I think I am a dreamer. <laughs> I am a dreamer. Yes, I am a dreamer for sure. Each day I realize that I am a dreamer because um, I found myself on very small things, like for example, uh, the Hammond organ and music. And this is this is for me is enough. You know, <laughs> for me, enough. I, I, I don't need much more. Uh, the only detail that what's involved to do this, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's simple. Uh, but I, I define like a, a dreamer and um, really, and uh, I, I, I had the lucky to grow up in a musical environment, healthy one music environment. Um, I like it many other things, so I think uh, when you interested and curious about anything, biology, uh, physics, or anything, you can apply it to the music somehow, uh, because everything's connected. So this is also, I'm curious, really, and uh, I think it, all the life is try to, we try to find out ourselves, and uh, music helps a lot. Daniel, if anyone out there wants to pick up Organization Live, learn more about you and your live shows coming up, anything about you, where can they go on the web? Well, uh, I'm supposed to have a tomorrow a concert in Switzerland, but uh, due to some problems, was postponed. So, unfortunately, I'll have to wait a little bit more to, to do this concert there. But uh, the idea is actually was to record more. Because the uh, idea for this album is only to revisit some uh, famous tunes that uh, I like it. The, to complete this, uh, have some compositions that also mix Brazilian uh, rhythms with, with this language of so jazz. So there's a bossa nova nicely that the guys here play amazing. I need to record it. And there's a baião that's a Brazilian rhythm. Very interesting. So there's many things to do. So my focus, I think, go on this. Then uh, live that um, I think it's more directed to festivals 
and uh, some clubs. So for now, the, the next uh, the next adventure is to complete to complete this album, actually. Beautiful. Daniel, thank you for reaching out to Neon Jazz. I can't wait to play the music on the show and get the interview out for everyone to hear it. I really appreciate it. Have a great 2023 and good luck with everything. Thank you. For you too, it's an amazing opportunity. Your audience is amazing. I, I noticed about you not so long ago and then I start to follow and uh, I pay attention for everything. It's amazing. I really a pleasure and I, I can't wait to to tell everybody to listen. <laughs> Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in Poland, Brazil, Kansas City, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Daniel for his time, music, and story. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on the iTunes Store or Spotify. You can visit Neon Jazz at YouTube.com. And for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.